0: Hi everyone, John Marcus here. I'd like to share with you about the topic of listening prayer. When I started to develop this in my own life from about August of last year, August of 2016, it's it's been absolutely transformational in my life and the growth The intimacy that I've been developing with God and um, the ability to hear His voice has just grown tremendously and uh, the change within me in my walk with Him, in my relationship with Him, my communion with Him has just grown so much since I started doing this from uh, August of last year. And... um, I want to share with you an outline of what uh, listening prayer is so that you can also grow in this and realize how vital and how uh, important this is. You know, there are are different forms of prayer, but listening prayer is is a kind of prayer that has been really neglected uh, in the body of Christ for a long time. Listening prayer is... um, transformation that will actually take place when we sit silently uh, before God. So what is really really important is that you and I take a posture before Him of simply sitting there in silence and listening to Him. Waiting upon Him in silence and becoming quiet and still before Him, putting away all distractions, and fo- focusing your heart, your mind, your attention upon Him and listening to Him. And as you sit there in quietness and, and listen to Him, you will see that certain changes will take place in your life. So even if you have to wait a long time, might even be days where you come before Him for long periods of time and just wait before Him. You might not hear His voice. But if you keep doing it, you will see that things are changing inside of you and you will come to a place of hearing His voice. And you will come to a place of much deeper communion and intimacy with Him. So when we wait upon Him, there are, there are certain things that are actually happening inside of us and we need to talk about them. So when you wait upon Him in silence, uh, you know, and for many of us it's, um, it's a real discipline because we live busy lives and it's difficult to give Him quality time. But when we, we choose to do this and to give Him quality time and we just wait before Him for long periods of time in silence... Um there's a surrendering, a surrendering of our heart that takes place, and a turning of our heart towards him, and a turning towards the Holy Spirit that takes place, that results in a deep work of God that takes place in us. And to understand what listening pray is all about, we have to go to Isaiah chapter 55 and read verse one to three. So let's read that together says there, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk, without money and without cost. Why do you spend money for what is not bread, and your wages for what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me, and eat what is good. And delight yourself in abundance. Incline your ear and come to me. Listen that you may live. And I will make an everlasting covenant with you, according to the faithful mercies shown to David. So it says that we must come to him and buy something, but we don't buy with money. We don't come with money. So it's a a kingdom transaction that is really taking place here without money. But we're buying something. What are we buying? We are buying uh, wine and milk. So we're buying uh, life that is found in God that is referred to wine and milk. So wine refers to the wine of the Holy Spirit. And milk is referring to sustenance. Uh, the word of God um, to us. And we, we are, are, are called here to come. And of course, we are coming to the Lord Jesus Christ. We're coming to the Lord. So how do we buy something without money? What are we spending then? We must be spending something. It must cost us something. So what actually does it cost us? Somehow we must spend something that is actually not money. Somehow we must spend something. And so if you look at verse 2 and 3, it says, They listen to me, give ear, hear me. So God, God is asking us to listen to Him. So if we listen, we will eat what is good. But before we can eat what is good... We have to listen. So hear me that your soul may live. So all through the Bible, God is asking us to listen to him. God is a God of communication. God is a God of intimacy. God is a God of dialogue. So you must remember God is a family God. God is a God that desires family. And in the family, we have God who's father and we are his children we are his sons and daughters and so in the family he is looking for intimacy with us and in that intimacy he wants to speak to us, doesn't he? So we have to buy something. So what do we spend? We don't pay with money but we pay with our attention and we pay Without our time and so to give God our full attention it's going to cost us a lot of time so pay attention to the voice of the Holy Spirit pay attention to the voice of God so in order to be able to pay attention to the voice of God we have to spend time uh, waiting upon him in silence and paying attention to him So hear that your soul may live. Um, How did Jesus end all of his parables? You know, Jesus shared a lot of parables, right? At the end of those parables, what did Jesus always say? He said, He who has an ear to hear, let him hear. So hear, how do we hear? We, We have to hear in our hearts what God is saying. We have to hear in our spirit man, because as God is a spirit being, God has made us spirit beings. And so we have to hear in our spirit man, what God is saying to us. We've got to listen inwardly to what the Lord is saying to us. In Revelation chapter 2 verse 7, it says, He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches to him who overcomes i will grant to eat of the tree of life which is in the paradise of god so in the air that you know there are many radio frequencies that travel in the air right so there's many radio stations and uh, there's music that is being played on those radio stations right um, and so if we use a, a TV set or a radio. We can catch those words that are being transmitted through um, the the waves, the radio waves, you know. And so, but we have to tu- that we have to be tuned to that uh, those radio waves in all in order to hear that music. And so, to hear the words of that music, we have to be tuned to the waves, right? And so, God is also talking. To us and saying we we have to catch his words, we have to catch um, what he uh, is saying to us through the atmosphere of the Holy Spirit and through um, the Holy Spirit that comes and helps us to hear uh, the voice of God. So we need to tune our ears to hear uh, what he is saying to us. So God is talking. Uh, to us and his word comes to us uh, by the Holy Spirit so in the the seven letters to the churches in revelations each letter begins with the same phrase it says there these are the words of him these are the words of him he who has an ear let him hear what the spirit says to the churches So there is a great uh, need to know, you know, what is in the heart of God. God wants to uh, reveal His heart to us. He wants to speak to us. He's a God of communication. So we know that they are gifts of the Holy Spirit and um, they are powerful. They are important that we flow in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. But even if we flow in the gifts of the Holy Spirit, this doesn't necessarily mean that we are mature. There, there are many um, people that flow in, in the gifts of the Holy Spirit, but yet have, have a lot of immaturity. So, if you flow in, in, in certain gifts of the Holy Spirit, it doesn't necessarily mean um, you are, are mature. Um and so God does speak to us through a prophetic word, a, you know, word of knowledge, a word of the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, uh, the prophetic utterance. He does speak through these ways. Um, but there's certain things that you are not going to hear from God through the gifts of the Holy Spirit. There are certain things that you are only going to hear um, from God by paying the price of giving Him your time. And sitting quietly in silence before Him and listening to Him. And when you wait upon Him, He will sh- begin to share uh, deep treasures from His heart uh, with you. And you'll come to a place of, uh, of communion and intimacy with with Him like you've never learned. And it only comes through stillness and quietness before Him. And when we we actually uh, discipline ourselves to do this... Uh, there's a maturity that, that begins to form in our life, and our character. So we need to say, Lord, I'm here. I'm listening to you. You know, most of us don't, don't like silence. Uh, you know, most of us are so busy that even uh, sitting before Him for 15 minutes is a struggle. Um, people today live very high-paced lifestyles. And so putting quality time aside just to wait before God in absolute silence is a struggle um, for most people. But um, if you speak to people that have paid the price to really give God quality time in silence, you'll see that it, it leads to something that is so precious and so meaningful and so fulfilling that it's so worthwhile uh, paying this price. So when we wait upon Him, um, uh, initially you might be very distracted where your mind and your soul uh, wander in, in different ways. But um, God will give us a grace to, um, uh, to, to put away the distractions and to focus your mind, to focus your heart's attention um, upon Him and to be, to be disciplined, to be quiet and still before Him and to wait in silence, and then when thoughts come to you, just put them aside. You know, when you begin to think about things that are going to take place later on in the day, or, or worries, or certain things that have to be done in the day, just put all that aside. Forget that. Stop thinking about that, and just think about Him. Put your mind and your heart fully on Him, and give Him your attention. Completely focus your attention, your mind upon Him. And make a choice to give him this time, and just sit there, and say, Father. I'm listening. Your son is listening. Your daughter is listening. I'm here. I'm waiting upon you, Father, and I'm listening to what you have to say to me. And uh, he will help you to overcome the distractions, and he'll help you to overcome, you know, daydreaming and allowing your mind to wander and when you when your mind does start wandering just say lord okay i'm sorry about that lord and just say no i'm, I'm focusing on you and um, you'll see that something will happen and his voice will start uh, coming to you when you pay the price to really um, become quiet before him and, and to become truly quiet before him takes a discipline um You know, it might take you 10-15 minutes to actually completely still yourself before Him. You know, for those first 10-15 minutes, you might uh, struggle and your your mind is wandering in all directions. Just just keep uh, battling through that until you come to a place of real rest and real silence and real focus and real place of giving Him your attention, uh, giving Him your heart's attention. And uh, when you do this, you will see that eventually, you know, He will start speaking to you. And so, um, it takes time to be really quiet before Him. Um, let, let's read another scripture in Psalm chapter 131, verses 1 and 2. It says there, O Lord, my heart is not proud, nor my eyes haughty. Nor do I involve myself in great matters, or in things too difficult for me. Surely, I have composed and quieted my soul, like a wean child rests against his mother. My soul is like a wean child within me. You know, there's there's two kinds of babies. Uh, there's the one kind of babies, the baby that is being. Uh, still being breastfed uh, and it's looking for the best way uh, always wanting to be fed right so baby you know cries and cries and cries wanting uh, the mother's um, breast milk to be fed by the mother's breast milk uh, and just wanting more and more and more Um, and that's one kind of baby but then uh, as the baby matures a more mature baby baby is the baby that's finished weaning, uh, and that baby is now on other food, and it's uh, started to take other food. That baby is no longer striving, and that baby is now just resting quietly. And so, uh, you know, that's a beautiful picture of of the, the process that we go through in learning to become quiet before Him, you know the baby that's um, uh, you know w- screaming and crying for a mother's milk is is not in a place of rest. is not in a place of peace, and so you know that represents our our distractions and our and our mind going in all different places, and uh, we cannot rest in in quietness before Him. But as we press on through, we eventually become to a place of being like becoming like a uh, the wean baby, and that baby comes to a place of, of rest, and it can just that baby can just uh, uh, sit quietly in in the arms of the mother, and be at rest, be at peace, um, and so that's the place where God wants to bring you and I when we wait upon Him, so that our soul comes to a place of rest. In our relationship before God, uh, a soul that has learned to be still and quiet before Him, and we'll find that this is actually a place of um, of actually it's actually a place of, of humility before Him. So, you know, when you learn to quiet yourself before Him and become still before Him, you are actually developing humility. Because you're saying, Father, I need you. I need your voice. I need your presence. I need your touch. I need to hear what you're saying to me because it's actually life. It's actually my sustenance. And so I've learned and others have learned that when you wait upon him, um, in silence for long periods of time and you do this consistently day after day after day and sometimes there are days where you wait upon him and you hear nothing and he doesn't speak but you still waited upon him in silence Um, you are actually developing a humility before him because you're actually saying father i really need you i'm relying upon you i'm desperate for you and that cultivates humility inside of you and it brings you to an important place of humility before God. And it makes us dependent upon God. So we, we basically come to a place, Father, I will sit here before you until you speak to me. And if you don't speak to me today, I'll come before you tomorrow. And if, and if I spend an hour or, or, or 30 minutes or 20 minutes and you don't speak to me t- tomorrow, I'll come to you the next day. And I'll wait upon you until you speak to me. And so we, in the in the whole process, we are overcoming our flesh because, you know, when you wait upon Him in silence, you you, you're battling with your flesh, flesh, and you're getting your flesh under. So we choose this time above other times, and about other things, choose this giving God this time above other things. And God will give us, God will give grace to the humble. So when you wait before him in silence, you're actually humbling yourself before him. And the, and the word says he will give grace to the humble. So more humility, more grace will be given to you. So the more you humble yourself before him, the more grace that that he will give to you. And And as he releases his grace to you, gives you grace, that, that actually will release the understanding of God to you. So it is to people of understanding that God gives favor, A people who are truly seeking understanding. So through sitting in absolute silence, understanding will start coming to us. So what listening prepare uh, or listening prayer actually be- start. Will start to release to us is understanding, discernment, you know, the prophetic and our spiritual eyes will begin to see more. And so, when we exercise this waiting in silence before Him, we become spiritually a lot sharper and a lot alert than we were before. And also, a circumcision of our heart uh, takes place. So, as we wait upon Him, and give him much time. And um, sometimes we've waited uh, upon him for a long time, and we still haven't heard his voice. Don't give up, uh, because actually a huge work is busy taking place inside of your heart. Um, you know, if you if you don't hear his voice speak to you in in 30 minutes, you know in the next 10 or 20 minutes he might speak to you then. And if he doesn't speak to you at that particular time in the early morning where you wait upon him, you know, he might speak to you somewhere later on in the day where you hear his voice. Or he might speak to you tomorrow or the next day. And so don't um, give up or don't be impatient if um, he hasn't spoken to you uh, on a particular day that you've waited upon him. Because even though you didn't hear his voice at that particular day when you waited upon him, you must realize that still something has Be taking place, something very precious has been taking place inside of you because he's been circumcising your heart and he's actually been doing a deep, deep work in your heart. Um, He might even speak to you when you sleep at night through dreams and visions in the night. He might wake you up in the night and speak to you. So um, the still small voice will eventually come to you at some point. So, we have to overcome our heart condition. And so, as we wait upon Him more and more, um, a a deep work takes place in our heart. A circumcision of our heart takes place. And um, His voice does eventually come to us. So, it's not about changing God, but it's about changing us. You know, we all face all kinds of problems in life. Um... And so, when we wait upon Him, it releases understanding, and He speaks to us and gives us understanding about the problems that we face and how to resolve these problems. So, you know, some of us have have serious problems, or, you know, it might be something in the local church, it might be something to do with your work or your family or a certain circumstance, and you wait upon Him. And His voice comes, but not only His voice, understanding comes, grace comes, and He gives you understanding how to solve certain problems. And uh, certain discernment, understanding comes to you how to deal with certain things. So how do we listen to God? How do we sit before Him? So what we do is we just sit before Him, in listening prayer and what uh, what we should do is when we come before him we, we just put away the distractions we sit before him in silence and just from the depths of your heart we just say father I love you and I, I want to know you I want to commune with you and as we sit there in silence you don't even have to say any words verbally but from your heart You just start to adore him, to love him, and to reach out with your heart towards him. Come towards him with a with a with an attitude of faith, believing in God and believing that he will speak to you because he's a good God and he's a God of communion, he's a God of of intimacy, he's a God that wants intimacy with his children. And as you wait, uh you know, As we wait upon Him, the Holy Spirit might reveal some sin in your life. And then when that happens, just stop there and just repent of that sin. And uh, deal with that sin and say, Father, forgive me for that. And um, and then after you've repented of that sin, just carry on in, in listening prayer. Because sometimes um, it's that sin that's maybe a hindrance to your intimacy or your communion with Him. And so... When the Holy Spirit does reveal some kind of sin to you, just repent of that, uh, get that uh, sin uh, washed away in the blood of Jesus, and then move on to intimacy, and and, uh, then His voice will come to you. Uh, You know, sometimes a scripture might come to you during just waiting upon Him, and if a scripture does come to you, then go to that scripture, and then God might We want to speak to you through that particular scripture, reveal something very important to your heart through that scripture. Or it might not be a scripture, it might be his voice, his still small voice that comes to you. And as you wait upon him, we we just start to become a lot more mature and we become sensitive to his presence around us. We become far more sensitive to his presence. And as we wait upon Him, we become far more sensitive to Him. And I, I, I really believe that as we wait upon Him, you know, life actually becomes more enjoyable um, because our intimacy and our walking with God has become just a lot closer. And so life does become uh, more enjoyable and um, because there's more joy in our life because we communion with Him. Because we're closer to Him. We're walking a lot closer to Him than we did before. You know, if we stop um, waiting upon Him in in silent prayer, we we might lose that um, sensitivity. And so this is a a discipline that we should really try to cultivate and keep in our life right throughout our lives. Uh, Going back and every day giving a certain amount of time uh, to wait upon Him in silence. You know, we, we shouldn't harden our hearts. You know, the human nature is often when, you know, success comes to us. We, we might have certain kind of success, financial success, work success. And, uh, you know, we fall into pride and the love of God go- grows cold. Um, so we need to keep our hearts um, uh, tender before Him and soft before Him. And the way to keep your heart tender before Him, the way to keep your heart soft and open before Him and humble before Him is waiting upon Him. And so, um, waiting upon Him in silence should, should actually just be uh, a discipline uh, that we keep in our lives for always. Um, I just want to end with a short testimony. Um, I started... Um, exercising silent prayer from August last year and really giving him quality time. And the Holy Spirit started waking me up at four o'clock in the morning or five o'clock in the morning. And then I would uh, go to a a room in the house and I'd just be completely alone. And I'd just still my heart and uh, still myself before the Lord in absolute silence. And uh, put away distractions and and just tell God how much I loved Him and and just draw close to Him. And there were times where um, God didn't speak but I never gave up and I just kept on coming before Him and, and, and waiting in silence and And eventually His voice did come and and uh, just so wonderful things He began to, to say to me and, communicate with me and things that um, have really helped me and uh, develop intimacy between me and the Father and the Lord and not only that but um, I began to have encounters with the Lord and uh, the way the Lord has come to me and I've had visitations of the Lord Jesus and um, I've had uh, encounters where I've been caught up into heaven and uh, called up to the throne of God and had an enc- encounter with the Father, and uh, I believe that um, all of these things have have uh, come out of um, developing uh, this discipline of waiting before Him in silence, and so I, I believe that this is an, an absolute absolutely vital. Uh, to if you want to grow to become a mature son or a mature daughter in the kingdom of God Um, because it it develops maturity in us it's far more than the gifts of the Holy Spirit it's um, it, it actually builds character because you you're saying to God father you're important to me father my relationship with you is very important And I'm giving you the importance that you deserve. I'm giving you first place in my life. I'm giving you the first fruits of my time. And so, I I don't want to be dogmatic and say it must be in the morning, but it just seems that the early morning is just the best time to do it. Um, You get up at the beginning of the day when it's still dark, and you give, God's, give God the first fruit of your time. And and I, I personally believe that this is something that God will call and is calling the Bride of Christ to do. Is to give God and to give the Bridegroom the first fruits of our time each day. And to get up as early as possible. You know, the Holy Spirit might say, get up at 3 o'clock, get up at 4 o'clock, get up at 5 o'clock in the morning. Even before the sun gets up. And I, I, I think somehow... Uh, getting up before the sun get, comes up is, is actually very important. And and just coming before Him in absolute silence and waiting before Him and getting still before Him. And eventually His voice will come to you. Communion with Him will, will, will come to you. And He will speak. And He will say things that are very important. And lastly, I will say that I I believe that what He intends is actually to have a dialogue with us. And that in that intimacy, we can talk to God and He will talk to us. And there's a dialogue that takes place. We can hear what He's saying and we can respond to Him. And He can speak and we can respond. And and it develops into a dialogue. And I believe that that's that's what He intended from the beginning of time. Is that we have such a communion with Him... That it comes to a place of dialogue, and I've experienced it that many times now. Where, in the early hours of the of, of uh, the morning, uh, when I get up and wait before him, I've just enjoyed such wonderful dialogue with my father. I'm his son, and he's my father, and it's just been so precious. And it's you know it it, it doesn't only happen in the early hours of the morning. It, uh, it does happen then, but it also, also happens at other times of the day where I, sometimes I'm on a train or taking a walk with my dog. I'm taking a walk in nature and uh, the Father will speak to me. It could it could happen at, at any time, at any place. It could happen at night when you're sleeping. And uh, He wants to communicate. He's a, he's a God of communication. He's a God that loves to talk to us. And so Father, I, I just pray for my brothers and my sisters that You'd help all of us, Father, to develop um, this um, listening prayer in our lives and to cultivate this in our lives and to see the great fruit that comes from it, um, the intimacy that comes from it, the benefits that come from it um, that are hearing your voice, because hearing your voice, Father, uh, can save us. And can uh, bring breakthrough that is so important to our lives. Um, We need to be a listening people. We need to be a hearing people. We need to be a people that hear the voice of God. Father, open the ears of of your servants. Open the ears of your sons and your daughters. That we can hear what you're speaking to our hearts, to our spirits. Remove all blockages. Remove all barriers remove all distractions, that each one of us can just come to this place of intimacy and communion with you through listening prayer. Thank you, Father, that you do this with each brother and each sister and with the Bride of Christ. Amen.